Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to tarantes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member, and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. up everybody welcome to ratchet ramblings your favorite wig snatch and burn podcast presented by the cspn network i am one of your hosts curtis aka Felificent on all social media aka the curator of your favorite lgbt podcast gay side stories aka chicken of the sea sis aka donde esta la biblioteca and i am joined by oh this is your girl candace um, you can find me on Twitter at London and Mommy. Uh, London is also here too, in case you can't hear, but she is here to jump in for a feature. AKA, do not take me on no date to no motherfucking library. AKA, I will call the police on you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and it is I, um, Jeremy, AKA Black Dante on Twitter, AKA. Vice President Big Knees, aka um, walk in your truthness and walk in your brokenness, but don't expect people to be okay with your truthness and your brokenness. Please, thank you, management. I don't know what truthness is, but okay, we'll go with that. Um, thank you, friend. Your support means everything. Reminder, you guys, use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod when you listen and tweet so we can see what y'all have to say. We, I think, have a couple of dragons that we want to get started. So I'm going to throw it to Jeremy so he can pay the bills and we can bust down some random ramblings real quick. That is correct. As always, you are listening to a CSPN Media Podcast presentation. Go to our website, cspn.us, and click that podcast tab and listen to all of our episodes thus far. Coming up on our one-year anniversary. Whoop. And uh, me and Candace um, do have something special, and Curtis have something special planned in the Niggy Pot um, for you for that. Um, and thank you to everyone that's been supporting us. Um, and if you like what the hell we have to say about these jokes that's going to fly about these folks on um um, VH1, Bravo, etc., etc. Looking to fuck stupid. Um, 
mosey on over to that keep our podcast free tab on the right side of our website uh, shout out all of our many sponsors rink wine co blue apron busted tees amazon etc etc it's of no extra cost to you it just gives the um, network a portion of the brick to keep the lights on and keep everything free so you won't have to pay to listen to my country ass um because i wouldn't pay for that shit either sounding like a flask of bacon grease your knees yeah. is big as shit thank you friend thank you <laughs> i walk in my truth that was random as shit but yes <laughs> <laughs> i've been holding that in it's fine it's fine and also again make sure you are checking out our friend curtis's podcast the gay side stories where the gay shit goes and don't be a hater hoe um, be a greater hoe and get you some gay side stories in your life. That's Correct. all the Beatles. Correct. So let's slide on over to the random ramblings. We have a little bit of extra time, quote unquote, since we only got three shows this week because for the fourth, Black Ink Crew took a break, which is fine because last week was. Mm, 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 I am still reeling. Mm. It was delicious. Speaking shout of, out, shout, shout out to Lily Ali. Lily Ali. She went from ugh to Miles to Princess of Punches, and I appreciate it. She did. She did. Shout out to Palumbo. <laughs> For that name alone. The name alone. Um, I want to talk about something really quickly, and because it really rubbed me the wrong way. Uh oh. Um, social media has shown me that a lot of you are lames. <laughs> and not just not just like any old type of lames. Y'all are could possibly be pedophile lames. Like y'all. Mm. Listen, y'all are too fucking old to be going on dates to the library and taking y'all big old fat asses in the kids section, <laughs> sitting on them little ass chairs and staring down kids. Because they uh reading the books that you and your library date is trying to read. <laughs> you know, I just... is... go ahead, Candace. Go ahead. It is just too fucking corny. Like, yeah. I'm just so sorry that y'all are that corny. It's like, like here's the thing. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, it's more. And then it was like, Well, you supposed to be quiet in the library. What if you want to say something to your date or ask them something? Do you know these retarded motherfuckers said we just gonna pass notes? <laughs> Listen, it's like, and this is, this is the thing that, first of all, I said a long time ago, straight Twitter, cishet Twitter is the ghetto. And it's like, this thing has been going on a while on Twitter where, you know, these gender wars pop off and like dates have really been like the third rail of Twitter. And I said this a long time ago, a lot of people and the men of Twitter, and again, if it don't apply, let it fly, because I mean... We really don't um, care, but, you know, hashtag y'all or whatever. But the men of Twitter and some pick me's of, of Twitter, Twitter, the women of, of pick me Twitter, like y'all have been like lowering, lowering the bar for like dates and social interactions and stuff like that. And I just want y'all to stop because I get it. Look, I get it. Like everybody ain't got it like that. You got to make do with what you got. I get that. As someone that, li- listen, as someone that just is still reeling because I just had to pay rent. I understand. However, also know this. If you know you broke, don't try to date anybody. Or And even if you are trying to date somebody, there's nothing wrong with being creative. There's nothing wrong with thinking outside the box. But a goddamn library? Really? Really? 
Like, what is wrong with y'all? And 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 listen, ain't nobody shitting on the idea of going to the library with somebody that you like. That ain't the fucking point. Don't nobody give a damn. Eat one way or the other, like if you go to the library or any like cute quote unquote thing that you want to do with somebody you cool with. The problem is y'all doing activities and calling it doing activities together and calling it a date like in the traditional sense and that's where the issue and the arguments on twitter lie because this is it's not the same fucking thing i don't care about none of that y'all are fucking 40 talking about going (laughs) on dates to the library i don't give a fuck y'all are talking about going in the kids section and reading y'all favorite childhood books as dates and when that 15 minutes is up what the fuck is y'all finna do next because you should be able to read every book you loved as a child in 15 minutes because all them fucking books are seven pages. Y'all are fucking ridiculous. And that has been on my spirit since I saw the conversation yesterday talking about libraries ain't really quiet. It is in the kids section. First of all, ain't ain't the purpose of a date is to have fun. Who the fuck has fun in a library? Who, you are 40. Why are you reading Dr. Seuss books at 40 without no kids around? That is creepy, and I hope a seven-year-old comes snatch that goddamn book out your hand. <laughs> Y'all are so fucking lame and weird. It's so many other free things you could do that don't include sitting up in the kids' library being creepy. Can you imagine as a parent coming to the library and seeing two big, overgrown motherfuckers in them little-ass chairs reading books to each other? <laughs> I will call the police on you, motherfucker. The visual is killing me. <laughs> because all the furniture in the kids section is little. <laughs> it's all little, with with blocks and shit. So little, Can you little imagine? Kids. Can you imagine the grown ass woman that's like five six and the grown ass man that's like six foot in the last A nigga built like Ray Lewis in the last. Motherfuckers is ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, I want y'all to get help. Y'all haven't reconciled a lot of trauma from y'all childhood, and I can tell. Because, like, what are you finna do in the kids section? Learn how to read? I'm sorry, that visual. Motherfuckers can't read. Y'all can't read. Y'all so stupid. And then, like, imagine, like, you offering the alternative to women that, hey, let's go on a library date. Imagine, imagine, imagine a woman taking the nigga up on that off and then. What, what's your favorite book? And this motherfucker say, "Oh, my favorite book is like Forty Six Laws of Power or that book Tyrese wrote." Just imagine, imagine. <laughs> so crazy. They probably don't even carry that shit in good libraries. Mm-hmm. 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 They carry that shit. It's a nigga. It's a nigga that selling that shit out the trunk of his car. I mm-hmm. just want y'all to do better and be better, so that and y'all stop, can stop love better. Stop projecting your brokenness on everybody else. It's okay to be broke. It's okay. Most working class people in this economy are some kind of level of brokenness. But stop projecting that on people and they and who how and how they choose to date and stuff. Stop it. I listen. I'm going to be complete. I don't want to go on any date that doesn't involve food and liquor. I, mm, okay, listen. But that's the, Twitter. Like I said, the men of Twitter and some people they've been doing that kind of because that's how that predate conversation a while back started and shit it's like y'all are fucking 30 40 goddamn years old talking about a fucking pre-date i thought pre-date thing was because they cheat well it's science i guess you could be cheap because you broke mm. Mm. 
because I know some cheap motherfuckers. And I, anyway, I don't know because I don't understand heterosexual people, so I'm not even. I don't have a dog in this fight. <laughs> yeah, hetero, heterosexual people don't understand heterosexual. Speaking of people. dogs in a fight, R.I.P. to the Bush's baked bean dog. He died. Yeah, yeah. Died. about time. <laughs> <laughs> His ass have been alive for a long time. Candace, I see, uh, friend, I see you on fire today. Somebody done sparked her. Anyway, we speak, run that beautiful bean footage in your dog name. I don't know what your actual name was because I'm not that invested, but RIP nonetheless. Um, That's well. Doubling back to social media, I've been seeing this a lot, and I feel like I've talked about this before, but fuck it. People get on social media pining for an old pre-social media world Oh, and I want y'all to take the rose colored glasses off when it comes to pre social media world. Pre social media world was dangerous. <laughs> pre social media world was not any better than it is now. Like, it ain't nothing new under the sun. It's just new technology for the same shitty things that have happened. So I saw a post. And somebody was like, y'all follow people on on Instagram that you wouldn't speak to in real life. And I had to sit there and I was like, are you complaining about having followers? Like, would you rather them follow you in real life like they used to before social media? You know, like stalkers? Like, what the fuck are y'all even talking about? How are you deemed conventionally attractive? Get on Instagram, post pictures, and then get mad that you get followers. I don't... What is... Well, is it something in the water? Mm. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I, 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 my main point in that is I want y'all to stop, stop this idea and this rhetoric that the world was so much better before social media. Because if we're going to be honest, it was a whole lot more people getting their asses whooped. It just wasn't being filmed. <laughs> All right. It was dangerous. People getting snatched up. So... People like that. People, people like that. Um, it's like them niggas that um, romanticized the '90s and shit. It's right. like, oh, that was so much better. It's like, eh. was it? We've gotten to a weird place where people believe that social media uh, is it's supposed like- to be super personal. Here's the thing: most of the people that you interact with on social media, especially Twitter and Instagram and things of that nature, maybe not Facebook so much, but Instagram and Twitter, you're never gonna meet even probably a tenth of those people that you follow or that follow you. So to act like it has to, you have to be looking to build friendships when you follow people on Instagram or Twitter is really weird. That makes you a weirdo because there's absolutely no reason to want to build personal interactions with every single person that you come across on social media. Not only that, that, you look like a complete dumbass getting on social media to complain about social media. I've never understood that. Like I never if, understood if, that. If it bothers you that much and it's making your life that bad, they have a delete option. You could just delete and live this non-social media life. There's other people out there. You probably would need social media to be able to find them. But <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I just saw that and I thought that was the weirdest thing because I'm like, as many people as that are making money and making a living off of social media... Y'all really upset about social media? I don't get it. And again, people say teams they they 
tend to take the social aspect out of it. Like it's a whole different organic. Like Twitter is not the fucking matrix. It's people behind most of the accounts. Correct. So it's not social media. It's people, people being people that the same way they've always been. Now you just have access to thousands, maybe millions more when in the past you didn't. But yeah, it reminds me and it kind of, it's like, um, how people like to say, you know, well, XYZ only happens on Twitter, da da da. And I like, and, and to me, it's like, right. And I'd be trying not to be an asshole about it, but it's like, this is how I could tell y'all don't t- socialize outside of this app and talk to people in real life like y'all claim y'all do and y'all want to be condescending. Because if you think that ignorant shit or dumb shit or people being, you know, homophobic or you know whatever the fuck only exists on social media that's how i can tell y'all don't talk to people outside like in real life because and which is fine because most people are stupid but like that's the thing like people are stupid it's not just like oh well i log on to twitter and all of a sudden the 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 word becomes dumb no no it's it's dumb period like so man-made social media not the other way around right like any platform where people can get up and have their opinions heard they're going to use it. It's the same shit as before. Anyway, I don't even want to get any deeper into it, but I just, I really want people to take these world colors glasses off about how life was before social media and stop acting like literally every person that you meet in life is on social media. Cause a lot of people are not, it's a whole lot of old motherfuckers out here that don't use social media or pretend to, and they be their grandchildren and shit. Like, just get it together. Like, stop blaming everything on social media. People are shitty. <laughs> anyway, my, my last I don't want to be friends with everybody. I don't want to be friends with most people I come across on social media or in real life. So that's that. That's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to touch on, actually, Jeremy, this is from you and Bianca talking about it on Crown and College last week. This uh, transracial discussion, oh God. and I don't want to get deep into it. I just have a question that I want to ask, that I want to pose. Two questions, actually. I want to know why the question is always only or mostly only being asked and directed towards the black community. Like, why isn't anyone asking white people or Latinx people if someone can be transracial with their race? Why is it always, oh, people can be transracial and it's always somebody trying to be black? That's because, oh. Go ahead, Candace. That's because blackness isn't respected. And that's right. that's what it is because it can be. everyone feels like it can be easily co-opted. Yeah, you can, you can easily be black. You can easily, you know, put some makeup on your face. You can, you can carry out stupid ass tropes about black people and then call yourself being black and it's a respect thing and i and i wish we were in a in a time period where we like i'll I'll be glad when we get to the point where we could just knock people the fuck out for for disrespecting us true i really do i I really do because if if i was to get on social media and say i'm half black and half asian watch they drag the drag me by the roots yep but you is black it was black. I don't Where see no parts Asian in you. Yeah. I just like 
because when that white man was trying to say he was Korean, they dragged him for filth. Like just because you you immersed yourself in the culture, that doesn't make you us. You just appreciate it. But nobody is asking Korean people, well, why can't he be transracial? But when it comes to black, it's always, well, why can't they be transracial? Why? Anyway, my other question that anyone who is asking this question or feels like there's a debate to be had, and I'm not even getting into the transracial versus transgender because I feel like Bianca summed that up perfectly. She did. But my question is, how can anyone be transracial in a society that's not post-racial? Well, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Mic drop. <clears throat> Curtis out. Correct. Well, yeah. And All that's right. it for my uh, random ramblings. If you guys have any more, now's the time. Oh no, that's uh, that's now's it the me. fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's it for me. Uh, I think. Uh, because I proposed this idea to Candace and Curtis in the group chat. Like, you know, excuse me, especially on days, you know, slow days like this, you know, we, because the random ramblings um, portion that you did a couple, a few weeks ago, that was that, that hashtag content. So, you know, <laughs> you know, it's fine. But um, yeah, I think that's it. So, you know, prepare. That's a, a segment, a wrinkle, if you will, that we'll throw into the show on uh, random ramblings. So, you know. Hashtag content for y'all listeners, so it's fine. That's it. I almost feel like we we could open it up. Maybe like if y'all want to send us your random ramblings, maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Yeah. No, they gonna start sending shit in about hating Jeremy. Then we we care. We gonna have to read online. Like, yeah, so and so said that fucking black black b l i k e underscore dante whoa listen that white white man was upset with me but let's be honest candace that could actually be fun and entertaining for us (laughs) i don't know about you but i feel like i would get a hoot out of that wow it'd be your own news let's see who hates jeremy this week (laughs) hashtag everybody Hashtag cancel Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy is so problematic is the fucking hashtag. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, problematic hashtags and backlash, Real Housewives of Potomac. Excellent segue, friend. Um, so my first question is, I would like to know whose mug Ken- uh, Karen was drinking out of at that spa. <laughs> Um, because she, it was two things that really bothered me about that. <laughs> that was one because if she don't travel with her own mug, you's a nasty bitch. Man. I was like, where did that mug? That is from? disgusting. <laughs> two, that fish pedicure shit has been outlawed in many states now because the fish can carry bacteria. Yeah. And first that. of all, who is that disgusting? Look, the first time I saw that fish pedicure shit, you know, I, I asked, do they take those fish out and like? dump them or something or do they just the the fish just stay like how are they cleaning out those tanks and it like it's so much disgusting it's like so many answers left in the air and then I ended up seeing an article about a woman's toenails falling off after getting a fish pedicure because yeah, I saw apparently that. the fish carry, can carry bacteria from one person to the next so yeah. good luck everybody 
Good damn luck. But yeah, I I had the same question about the fish, but I, I kind of got stuck on that mug because I, I rewound that. I was like, where did that mug come from? Yeah, I, and, and it doesn't look like she, and it wasn't her mug because she was like, oh, what does this say? And I was like, uh, I was Karen, like, uh, that's nasty. I mean, I was like, maybe this is like a level of money that I haven't attained because I'm, I don't, this, you know what, I, while I was watching, I was like, you know what, Karen, this kind of behavior matches the wigs you have in your confessionals. Well, I was going to say, I, maybe I just don't know money like they know money because if I go to the feet place, I don't, I don't want to consume anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't drink unless they offer bottled water. Yeah, unless um, it's in a can or a bottle. But anything open, open container, I don't want that. You don't know what type of acrylic dust you're gonna get. Yeah, like oh, I'm on. I need the champagne. I'm I'm not drinking out of y'all's flute. I I need the whole bottle to myself. Right, like I'll I'll take it to the head. I'll pay for it. That's fine. But I don't. Okay, so it's not just me because I was like, why are y'all drinking in? I don't like this. This is like maybe it's like opulence, and I'm broke. So no, I don't think we're that broke that we are. But then again, you were drinking out of a mug, so. So it's like it's kind of on brand, Karen. It's kind of on brand. Yeah. yeah um, Candace doesn't need to get married. Oh my God, I'm so I'm so sick of her and that white man. I'm sorry. And I'm more sick of her than him, honestly. To be honest, to be yeah. honest. And that's, speaking, that's of, up, speaking of that's Karen, upsetting me that I am more sick of a black woman than a white man on a black woman TV show. Right. But speaking of Karen, Karen straight out told her like, uh, "Girl, what you said and what he said isn't comparable at all." Apples and oranges. Well, the nigga told her to hold her own purse while he called for an Uber. That's what set it off. Right. And then he he told her he was acting like a a princess. princess and then dude. that and that that sent her talking about her his dad and he a deadbeat and like it. Listen. And she was expecting Karen to be on her side because when Karen Candace told her like might, Candace might actually have a good man because any somebody else might have went in that mouth. Hey, they might certain shit you just don't do and say to people that you care about and using they they family issues they parent issues as leverage to get your shit off is pretty trash it it's is. trash like her wigs yeah. trash. and she was because she, she sure was expecting um karen to be on her side because when karen told her she was wrong and because y'all noticed when she when karen said that she had like almost did that blinking white man she, she was expecting karen to be on her side yeah speaking of karen um, I was glad that Karen got in Giselle's ass this week. Yeah, it's agreed. been a long time coming, and I Giselle just up down lying. I want Giselle and Robin are some real tragic mulattoes in this show. Like yes. they they always default to being victims of something, and nothing has happened. Like literally, nothing has happened to them. You she. When Giselle got mad because they invited Sherman's ex to an event that she was not coming to, I was like, I know this bitch is retarded. Yeah. Like, how? I've summed it up that Giselle is just a beautiful ass, miserable woman. She is. And And she's even more miserable since Sherman broke up with her. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then Robin, we know Robin miserable too because she broke. She broke. 
and Juan don't want her for real, just wants some pussy a li- li- and a place to stay. <laughs> she got a live-in homosexual. <laughs> and I just... I'm like, but y'all, y'all have to, you have to look inward, beloved, because y'all going at Karen and fighting with Monique and whatever else, none of that is fixing y'all's issues. Y'all just look stupid. When Karen asked Giselle what her issue with her was, she did not have one. She didn't have nothing. Looking like a deer in headlights. The first word out of her mouth was Robin. And Karen was like, we're not talking about Robin. I'll talk to Robin separately. What is your issue with me? Right. And I wanted to like Giselle, but golly, you trash. Because she's so pretty. Robin and Giselle are very, very pretty to me. They are. They're pretty. They have nice bodies. I really wanted to like them both, but they just are constantly trying to force issues that don't exist amongst the castmates. But right. we you, we said it in the pre the, the pregame is they trying to force issues because they don't have storylines. Neither one of them have anything going on. If I invite you to something and you say you're not coming, so I invite somebody that typically I don't invite because I know they would be awkward with the two of you around, I'm I'm gonna take the opportunity to invite my friend if you're not coming. You showing up to kick up shit is really weird when you said you wasn't coming. And then we um I can't remember exactly what episode it was, but then we said that um the truth came out and that Giselle was 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 uh trash for getting with that because they were close friends and she got with um with Sherman Ayers. I won't say they were close friends, yeah, they were but they were friends. friends. Yeah, they, they were, definitely they, ran in the same circle. They ran in the yeah. same circle and Giselle definitely used to ask that woman how her kids and how Sherman yeah. was doing and shit. And, yeah, but yeah. even during this uh, conversation, because when Karen brought that up and Giselle was like, well, who cares? Who cares? They've been divorced for 100 years. And I'm just like, girl, I could see if it was like Rick Fox or somebody, <laughs> but Sherman, sweet. Sherman. Sweetie. Fat ass. And then he played you anyway. So it was just like, no, girl. I don't even think he played her. I think he just, he was like, you doing shit I, that I'm not okay with. I, got I, to I was about to say, I think he saw how she behaves on the show and and it was off putting. I don't and even, you, I don't even think it's that. I honestly feel like I don't, I don't think he completely cleared that article in Essence or Ebony, whichever one it was. Yeah, that too. I don't think he knew the whole scope of what was taking place. Because I'm not even... Because the picture that they put in that article, I don't even think that was a picture that they took specifically for the article. That was... No, he didn't know about the article. I was going to say, so I... I, Yeah, so I could see him being like, I didn't even know about this shit. How you going to try to get Shine off of me but not include me? What part of the game is this? What part of the game is this? We supposed to be a couple, but you getting money on my name and not and not helping me get money as well. Uh, yeah, I got an issue with that too. Or just flat out not knowing because now my personal business, my personal life is in the magazine. Yeah, without absolutely. my permission, without my knowledge. Sherman was I was like, don't have me out here looking the fuck stupid. Well. Mm. I mean, well, mm. I mean, the, the, looking how he looked, but, but still, yeah, Giselle was trash for that. Giselle been trashed the whole season. Like she really soul. has, she really has. And Karen can be can and is ridiculous as hell, but she. Ain't but there's a difference between ridiculous and trash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Here's um, the thing: if Karen want to lie about her finances and everything else and keep her personal business out y'all hands, that's on her. 
but she's not going around creating issues with women on the show for no reason. Yeah. They come at her and she be like, girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I see what them piranhas do when they got your personal information in their hands. They found out about the tax situation and it, again, Giselle was the first one to ridicule Karen about it. Mm-hmm. Making t-shirts, talking yeah. shit on Twitter, talking shit about her. Right. So when Karen was like, Giselle, you've not been a good friend to me either. And Giselle was like, what? How can you say that? And I was like, now, nah, bitch. <laughs> right. Listen, let me tell y'all something. Because <laughs> if I tell y'all, either one of y'all, about my financial hardships, and you take your asses to teespring.com and make a shirt, I'll I'll do what it takes to bring it to your doorstep. If I got to sell ass. <laughs> if I got to sell ass to be able to beat your ass, that's what be able to be. beat your ass. And I'll beat that on everything I love. That is foul shit. It was I really foul. Ridicule right. your friends that's going through it. In this economy? Oof. The ghetto. So yeah, they both trash. And Robin, get them out of your own. You almost as bad as Cynthia from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, you definitely are. Yeah. You are uh, a repeat ass parakeet. Yeah. Just so. Being, I, I have I a just, question. I would hold like on, to hold on, Jeremy. Me. I just got to oh, ask this, Robin. How are you mad about Karen not coming to your event after you've spent the whole season calling this woman all types of crazy and liars and shit? That's. I just want to. And it wasn't no charity, so it wasn't like no checks were being written. It was a. a a scam powerment brunch. <laughs> Scamaloso. It was a scam powerment brunch. So I was just sitting like, why do you want somebody that you deem as a liar? It's crazy. It's full of shit. Why do you want them as something that is made to empower women? Who wants a scammer empowering them? Not a liar. Ooh, I had shade vomit. Ooh. <laughs> mm. Not only that, but I just can't imagine like if if I'm having an event and I text you, Candace, and I ask if you come in and you say yay, and then you come back and be like, no, I'm not going to be able to make it. I can't imagine making a whole issue that lasts for weeks about like calling you a liar. If because- I Exactly. If like- you come to me and say, Candace, I'm, I want to come, but I already obligated myself to something else. You know, just make sure you keep me in the loop for the next time you do it and I'll be there for sure. I'm going to be like, okay, love you. Thank you. You know, I'll take plenty of pictures or whatever. We'll talk about how it went, you know, next time I talk to you. I'm not about to start no big drag out about no empowerment brunch. Calling you a liar every time I see you yelling and screaming, trying to crash your event and shit. Like, <sighs> girl, you is a, a whole goofy bitch. <laughs> what I was going to ask y'all is do you think it's a, because Curtis uh, compared it to Atlanta, is it, uh, Robin and Giselle's dynamic, is it a do y'all think it's a Cynthia Kenya situation or a Phaedra Portia situation? Um uh, I actually think they are much better friends than all those that you yeah, just Yeah, they're better friends, but as they far better as friends. the dynamic, I would probably say in the middle. Yeah, okay. in the middle. That's why I'm kinda looking forward to keep watching because I'm I'm truly hoping that some causes friction between them. Sooner than later, just to I see how like they the gonna react. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah. inevitable at some point. So also, they are oh, these women are older. These women are in their forties. I feel like Monique and Candace 
and Ashley are the youngest in the group. Yeah. Monique is our age. Like Monique, yes. she's 34. She's so uh, for, Mon- for Robin and Giselle to constantly be trying to argue with Monique, it is very weird. And also Sharice old ass. <laughs> like, like the whole, first of all, I don't like no, no passive aggressive older woman. You should be, your pussy should be more powerful and impactful than you to be passive aggressive in your 40s the fact that monique had to arrange a sit down with sharice to discuss what issue she had with her was really weird to me <laughs> the three you're people. trying to take my friends girl what like i got what she was trying to say but she did not she didn't she didn't communicate it well at all and i and, low-key kind of feel like monique cranked on the tears because she she could see that 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 weakness in the armor, the whole the whole mess was a, was it was just a mess. Throw it all away. Throw both. When Monique was like, "I'm just inviting people who can write checks," I was like, "I feel that for my soul." Especially if it's for charity. <laughs> it wasn't like Monique had no backyard barbecue and then invited all Char- the people Sharice had introduced her to, and not Sharice. She was like, "I just invited people who are no who don't have a problem writing but, checks for charity." But, but we gotta pick it up because when Monique. Not Monique. Uh, what? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Charisse. When she was talking about it, she didn't even really bring up you invited my friends. She was like, "You did the event and made it seem like it was just you and not us." And I was like, "What the fuck?" What this is how you know y'all? a lot of people charity is not from the heart because the fact that you was more worried about who got the clout versus the people of Harvey getting the things that they needed afterwards. I was like. Yeah, yeah, you bitches I, are bums. I looked at Sharice like, are you I was, okay? I, I'm not even going to ask, are you okay? Because I already have the answer. You clearly are not. Annie, are you okay? Annie said, hell no. And then <sighs> to as a peace offering, Monique invited the ladies to Paris um, for her birthday because, you know, that was her birthday gift. And like, again, here go Giselle and Robin. I don't want to go with you. You didn't speak to me at the Black Caucus. And Monique, like, bitch, you ain't invite me. So what did we have to talk about? Like, I was staying out of your way, letting you do your thing. In what world is that a bad thing? When you claim you can't stand somebody. I was staying. I I was respecting you. And I don't even really rock with Monique because she was, you know, all that line she was doing about drinking and driving early in the season. And that tagline. And that that goddamn tagline. (laughs) However... She was not wrong. Like, if you don't rock with me and if I don't rock with you, I'm staying out of your way so that there won't be no friction, especially if you having an event. Like, I'm, I'm like, I don't know what kind of old timey ass rules Giselle lives by where it's like, it don't matter if we beefing or not. If we see each other, we supposed to speak. But I'm like, I don't get it. I just, I don't, only thing I can say is Giselle is miserable as fuck. And it just manifests it's in all these things with everybody. Like, you got to be truly the fuck miserable. Like going home crying in your pillow every day. Truly, truly inwardly trash. And or to mm. speaking of Monique, um hi, hello. I don't ever and I mean ever want to have to hear about Monique and her husband's sex life. I don't deserve that. 
Okay, I'm nice. Oh my god! Cool. Listen, can you imagine a hunchback of Notre Dame fucking on somebody? Cause that's what I see when I see her husband. Like he looked like Quasimodo to me with a tan. Ooh, so much bigger than her. And I, was just like, I don't like this. Don't do. Why? Oh, why? 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 Exactly. Yes, London. Hello, London. So yeah, I don't ever want that again. Now I will say Monique's logo for her business. I didn't hate the logo. But the name leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> Not for lazy moms. I'm like, mm. yeah, it's it's pretty. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Self righteous. Yeah, it's kind of cheeky. Yeah. I don't know if I like performative. That. But that's yeah, how it's she pretty be. performative. Like that's this whole, be, I want mom. I want like bitch. Motherhood is tiresome, and it uh, like, and I mean no harm. If you have the resources, by all means, whatever resources are available to you as a mother, you take them and you don't feel ashamed of them. With that said, if you are one that has more resources than the next mom, you got to learn to shut the fuck up and eat your food. Because yep. a lot of moms don't have the resources that Monique has. They don't have access to nannies. They don't have, she don't have to work. Uh, she gets a chance to just focus on doing charity and mom related stuff. Yep. She don't worry about how the bills are going to get paid and where the next meal is coming from. She doesn't have those things to worry about, and that's a blessing, and nobody's taking that from her. But with that said, shut up, girl. If you're not willing to give some advice about how moms not in your situation can do some of the things you, you are able to do, then keep that not for lazy moms bullshit. Because anybody who is a mom and a halfway decent one is not lazy by far, so... I was just kind of like the logo is cute, but I hate the title of that that website. I'm just like I don't I don't get empowerment from that. If I even if I had the resources that Monique has, I'm not looking at that being like, oh, I feel empowered. I'll be like, what what is this? <laughs> what is this? So yeah, I, that was that was pretty much it on that. Um, although I did think it was a little weird that Monique was inviting people to her birthday trip that she don't get along with. And that could just be me because I don't like being in spaces with people that I don't like or that I know don't like me. Like, I'm not trying to break bread with you. I'm not trying to fly 10 hours. I get the sentiment, but she picked the wrong time to want to call for a peace treaty is what I will say. We could just not, go to the I'm Apple calling, and talk yeah, it I'm out. I'm not calling for no peace treaty on my birthday trip my birthday. to France. That's weird. On my 34th w- birthday, my first time to France, and I'm going with you bitches and not my family. Psh, I, mean, I want to be fuck. surrounded by love. I don't want to be surrounded by women who I'm not sure if they're going to like me or not on the trip. Like you said, Curtis, they can go to Starbucks and flush that shit out. They can go to the library kids section and, and talk it out. They can go on a date to the library and get down to the bottom of things. So uh, that's really wait the last thing that I have, and then you guys feel free. Ashley and that that open mic night. Oof. So did I just have one question? Did Ashley did she not practice? Mm. And I'm trying to give her something. I have nothing for her. So good luck, everybody. Because. On the surface, it looks like you can't sing, sis. Uh, I was like, ooh. 
sounded like Countess Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love you? Mm, that sounded like whatever SZA be doing when she sing live. Okay, so let's move on. Too far? Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want the SZA hive to come after me. She has a hive? I don't know. They I, all whisper, so you probably never heard. Oh. <laughs> so speaking of whispering, <laughs> love you, Pop Atlanta. <laughs> That finale was the fuck trash. It that really was. was. I was really surprised by that. I mean, you know, I didn't even. I didn't even. Congratulations know. to Dime. She yes. named that baby blessing. And I was like, you know what? Of course, she named the baby what? Blessings. Blessing. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. She named the baby Felicity. <laughs> you sure? That's what it said on the on the screen. It she said Felicity. Felicity something, whatever the last name was. Oh, thank God, because I thought she said blessings. Right? I I because I think I watched I watched that part twice. I'm pretty sure it said because I had to go back and look. Cause cause the way she said Felicity, I was like, bitch, what? And then I rewound it and they had the name. I'm pretty sure it's Felicity. I don't remember the name. I'm Googling it. Hold on. Same. <laughs> Sister Mary Google. Blessing Brielle Williams is that baby name. Yeah, I wouldn't they say Felicity on the show. Maybe they tried to cover it up, but when cause she cause Diamond said it and I and I had to She said it. She yeah. I was like, wait a minute, what? And she and she uh on her tweets, she's hashtagging blessing Brielle Williams. Maybe she said blessing and they wrote Felicity. Yeah. Oh, in the in the closed caption? Yeah. <laughs> You know they can fuck something up. Right. Because <laughs> maybe somebody in production was like, ain't no goddamn way. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. heard worse, so I'm not really bothered yeah. by that. But congratulations to her and Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say production needs to tighten it up because there's no reason for her water have to be broken if she on the way to the hospital with a blonde wig and then y'all showing her giving birth with braids. Like, Unless she got braids while she was in labor, which I've never heard of anybody doing. Not saying that it can't be done, but I've never heard of it. Right. Like every woman that I know that was giving birth was like, okay, when it comes close to time, they go get their braids done ahead of time. So, but anyway, congratulations to her and to Sean. Yeah. Um, Um, He's cool with her ass. He cool. Yeah. He cool. But let's talk about what wasn't cool. Oof. So at Ooh. Jessica and Sean's baby shower. At a baby shower. At a baby shower. So Stevie. And <laughs> Stevie. Stevie apparently felt like well, actually, you know what, we'll come back to this later because we're missing a part. Um so Candace, I want to ask a question. And I'm asking you because you usually be having a goddamn tea. Why would Stevie think that rich diabetes could check Erica Mena? Sugar Gonzalez. I don't remember anything going on between them in their relationship where he could be able to say anything to check her. And when he showed up at that peace rally, she just left. (laughs) Like granted you know he was asking hard-hitting questions and she didn't have no answer but 
he he wasn't shutting her down or anything. I don't know. Listen, Stevie was being a whole bitch with his scary ass, and Rich and Erica haven't spoken in years. And Rich didn't do that as much for Erica as he liked to have the world believe because she was popping enough to get on the show of her own merit. Let's well, let's keep that in mind. We're talking about somebody who is virtually unknown popping somewhere in social media to get on that show without needing Rich Dollar's help. Olivia needed Rich more than Erica Mena did. And I'm not even no Erica Mena fan, but Rich was doing a lot of performing. And he needed to calm down for his foot fell off. (laughs) (laughs) So you saying I never helped you? You gave her a song and took it back and gave it to Olivia, Walmart working ass. (laughs) Is is Olivia still with us? Who knows? She's probably working at the same place Emil is. Well, Well. good luck. That was what I wanted to know. She asked, where do we go from here? And it was like, Walmart, the clock in, sis. That's where you go from here. Thank you. (laughs) Roll back them prices, baby. (laughs) Brand, you are doing amazing this episode. Well done. Listen. (laughs) But you know what? She got to make up for last week because you and Bree, which I forgot to say it earlier. Shout out to Bree for holding it down in my absence. She showed her whole ass. You, You and her both. Powerful nigga tree at work. Speaking of showing their ass, so Erica Mena. In the same breath that we saying Stevie was a whole asshole, at the same time, Erica. Mm. Erica, girl. So Stevie went to the studio <laughs> to talk to BK Brasco. I don't want to say check because he didn't check him. And that clearly wasn't his intention to check him. But Estelita being messy and trying to spark some shit between Stevie and BK Brasco because she felt the way about him calling her a bitch at the ranch. Stevie goes up there and was like, basically was like, stay out of the women's stuff. I don't want that for you. Because he, he's been here before. And, and in the pregame, we talked about how the last time Stevie got into a situation where the women was going at it and he got in it, him and Scrappy was fighting. So... <laughs> And fighting everybody at that goddamn reunion. And then they was fighting everybody at the reunion. Have y'all seen that video of that one black girl fighting all them people? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was Jocelyn and Stevie at that damn reunion. One of the fun, one of the greatest reality TV moments ever. I don't know. That list, that video was everything. I don't know how you whoop a whole group of people ass at one time, but anyway. So Sean Garrett was there before he started talking to Brasco because apparently Brasco is an artist too, which I didn't know. Um, mm. And I'm not even going to give that any of my damn energy. Mm. But Sean Garrett is there and he's talking about Erica Mena. Now, I, we, our collective mind, we put our brain power together trying to come up with the reason why Sean Garrett would be going this hard for Erica Mena. And we didn't come up with anything except for a haphazard maybe he trying to fuck. Yeah, that's all I got. That was all I got. Because there's no way you put your professional reputation on the line to argue over no fucking Erica Mena. Nigga, you don't work with goddamn Beyonce and you over here performing for Erica Mena. Sean Gary, you ugly ass Xbox controller, you. And so 
he mentioned working with Erica and Steven said she can sing. And Sean Garrett took that information back to Erica Mena and Erica Mena had a fucking breakdown. <laughs> is all like, I can call it. Like the goofy that she is. She DM Stevie calling him all kinds of bitches and how she gonna own him and blah 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 yada yada yada. Stevie showed his daughter so at the showcase which was trash and fuck everybody who trying to big up Estelita like she was really doing something it was trash you were lip syncing and the song is trash you can't sing or moan or whatever the fuck you was doing on that track anyway sounded like a shot chihuahua wow too far so So savannah stevie's daughter is trying to fight um erica mena because erica mena was talking crazy to her dad and so in the confessional erica mena was acting like she read a repulse or something like oh i just had this diabolical plan i sent him that dm and look my plan came to fruition it was like bitch what did you what did you gain from this all, the only thing you gained was another enemy. Now you got a bitch that want to whoop your ass. I would say the only thing you gained was almost whooped ass. Probably at some point, if she get her hands on her, gonna be whooped ass. Right. Like all you gained was another opponent. I, I don't. And she acted like she made a boss move. And I'm like, but that doesn't give you any vocal prowess. Mm, doesn't give you any records. It doesn't give you any clout. Because if anything, if I'm a producer and I'm looking at you, somebody say something you don't like about your voice, you DMing them and cussing them out and everything, I'm like, oh, so you're on that Nicki Minaj shit. I'm good. Mm, I'm I'm good, love. Enjoy. So I thought that was very, very strange and boo-boo of her. And so then fast forward, Stevie decides that the way to check Erica Mena because she getting on his nerves is to bring Rich Dollars to Atlanta. Mm. And Rich Dollars showed up looking like he traded his insulin for activated curl juice. Showed up looking like a used condom. And I just... He was worthless. It did nothing. <laughs> it did nothing. When you need when, a check. When you... He shouldn't need a check. He owned love and hip hop. Yeah. I guess they I guess they get paid extra maybe if they cross, you know, regions or whatever. I don't know. Shit. Uh but Stevie decides that not only he gonna check Erica, he gonna check Sean Garrett and decides that Dime's baby shower is the place that he needed to check Sean Garrett. Right. And Sean Garrett was like I'm used to fighting by myself. Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello not here. <laughs> but I can hold my own. He was like, come on, Master Splinter. Yo! <laughs> it really was. Down. It really was, though, because Steven looked like Master Splinter. <laughs> Thank you so much, friend. <laughs> One of y'all. I was expecting to be Candace, but... Mm-mm. Nope. Woo. Oh, well. Mm. Anyway. He looked like he smelled like Master Splinter, though. So I will say yeah. that much. What does look Master like Splinter he... look like he smelled like? A, a wet rat. 
Who always in the sewers? <laughs> Why you say it like that? <laughs> right. The infrared. <laughs> Jesus. Like she meant that from her soul. She did. Yeah, that came from the depths of her lungs. But she said that with the angst of uh, the shredder. Like, what? <laughs> she said that the way Erica Mena says, bitch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so apparently uh, Sean Garrett wants us to believe that he, you know, is hard and will fight. And What I'm trying to figure out is how you spend a whole last season lecturing Car- Carly about being messy, then turn around and do the same shit. The exact same shit. And you ugly on top of it. I mean, both of y- you, listen, you look like, you look, both of y'all look like Jack Atlanta, so y'all could have been two ugly, mo- messy motherfuckers in harmony, so I don't get it. And I was gonna give Carly a polite drag because every time she sh- sees Sean, she starts talking out the side of her neck. But this action, I'm like, you know what, Sean, you kind of deserve it. Yeah, 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 that's how I was I thinking. Can't even, I can't even be mad at Carly for dragging you. Yeah, not not at this point, but before this, it was kind of, it was annoying and shit. But it's like, well, yeah, you deserve it. I mean, now granted, it's Spider Man pointing at Spider Man, but you know what? Go off. Well, it is, but Carly Red at least owns her messiness and pettiness. Well, yeah. Sean Garrett act like he fly above, and it's like, no, do you? Do you? Mm-hmm. You, uh, you know what Sean Garrett is? Sean Garrett is one of those people when some drama pop off on Twitter, they always like, who, who, who. Them motherfuckers annoying the shit. Mm. The ghetto. Anyway, um, what else happened? Uh, it's uh, Mama D called their ass and the escort out because Sean Garrett ass had knocked over Mama D trying to fight Steve. <laughs> Mama D said, "Oh, we don't do that. Get out." <laughs> Mama D was like, "Oh, you're not gonna touch the queen's security." Out. I was hollering. I'm like, we all got on white and we we don't do that. <laughs> Mama D was like, we don't come from that. And then when Sean came over there, Jessica Sean, <laughs> oh man, I ain't mean to, to have that pop off. I'm like, nigga, you need to have a fucking baby shower. Like, what? Right. The, you could have asked the nigga, let's step outside and talk. You did that shit right there at the table in front of everybody. Which is even funnier because Mama D was adding her little ad libs in the middle of the conversation. Right. When that glass got tipped, she was like, nope. She was like, I ain't come for this. <laughs> She's she like, like, I gotta fight my crackhead husband. I didn't come to no baby shower to fight. Right. She was like, not on these new titties. Nope. That too also and as well. Nope. Speaking of speaking of not here for this, uh, Keila girl, fuck you. Oh. You ain't even been on in like few episodes, but you come right back and get right back on the top of the beat the fuck up list or near the top at at at, at worst. Because what? What? And she sounded so stupid every time she tried to defend herself. And she knew Jock was like, Jock was looking at her like, are you the fuck okay? And every time Jock was looking at her like, are you the fuck okay? (laughs) So, Shooter organizes a a non-violent, non- or anti-gun rally in the memory of his son that just died earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. He invites Sierra to help plan it, and Keeley's there, Jock is there, and I don't remember who else was there. I think it was just them three, them one. I don't think well, at least nobody. I mean, there's other people that not are not castmates. It was like yeah. regular people, right? So Sierra walks in, and she, before she can even open her mouth, Keeley throws a marker at her. 
on some petty shit. Like on you a petty, petty bitch shit. with no hands. Cause you should have just beat her ass if that's what you was on. Well, she can't because he Sierra and already clocked the ass outside the goddamn head earlier in the season. Shit. That big ass um movie theater purse. Right. But that one of the purses where you sneak food in. That's one of them purses where you can sneak a whole twenty piece from Popeyes in the movie theater. And, and she clocked cool. and she clocked the fuck out of Keely with that shit. And and it looked like she was but the thing about it is that make Keely even more trash is again this is a planning for a non-violent event mm-hmm. and she was so trash even Shooter was like no you trash I gotta go right and Shooter is the reason that you being trash to Sierra and the, the irony and the drag of the nigga that you got all this smoke for over smoke for this woman for calling you out saying yeah you, you trash for this shit imagine imagine doing all this performance out the way she needed to be called out but he definitely well, wasn't feeling yeah. her and disinvited her from the event so that's where the irony for me was so your whole issue with sierra is that you feel like she did not support shooter the way she should have as a quote-unquote wife and mm. woman when his son died only to fast forward to the end of the season and you being disinvited from the event, the rally for the same situation because you being petty in the planning session, throwing markers at people. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I see, I see you, Mona. I see you. I see you, Mona. Well done. Well done. I was just glad Keely wasn't there because I was like, if she, you know, if she stay out into the, in the sun too long, her skin probably going to start puffing up. Mm-hmm. Crack. Like some, well, you know, you know what happened when you overcook bacon. Mm. Um, okay, cool. All right. Um, I mean, if you ask me, she already looked overcooked. But, <laughs> but you know, I just, I just that shit was just so telling on that shit was just so so damn weird. And like, and 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 uh, and just like you said, Curtis Johnson said the same thing. His confession. He's like, "How we go? How you gonna be fighting at the non-fighting rally? Like what?" <laughs> That's just like I remember listening to an episode of The Read, and was it August Alcina that had like a non-violent rally and they was fighting, <laughs> and, <they laughs> and Crystal was crying, laughing, like I got fighting at the. I just hmm. niggas, niggas gonna need niggas is gonna need. Speaking of uh, fighting, so Shooter took a paternity test allegedly for the two-year-old, and he said that that's not his kid. The yeah. kid's not my son or daughter, I guess, because I don't. Mm. And Sierra was like, "Oh, okay. Where the papers at?" <laughs> and the way she said it reminded me of the uh, the song "Where the Dollars At." Where the papers at? Where the papers at? I was like, "All right, sure." She's like, well, that's good. Uh, whatever. She, it was weird. That, I don't know. The whole thing was weird. Yeah, which also makes it even more weird that Keely was doing all that performing when it seemed like C- Sierra and Shooter done reached some kind of place where they at least cool. They have. They signed them divorce papers and was like, go live your best life, baby. <laughs> right. We still family. We just can't exchange sex faces or be married. Right. And that was the end of it. And I'm like, Anyway, I don't even want to get on Keely no more because, golly, ugly on the inside and out. Right. With no hands. Keely look like when you drop a piece of raw bacon on a dirty floor. 
<laughs> no lie. Um, what else? Before we get to Tommy, Tokyo, I like you a lot, but I can't support you getting back with Tobias, and that's all I have to say on that. Tobias looked like a toad egg. Mm, never mind. No, fuck it. This is my show. Well, also, he looks like a toad that got some fungus on it. Come on, Beyonce or Ratchet Ramblings. This is my show. <laughs> right. Y'all <laughs> know the niggas. Friends, please. please. Ratchet Ramblings. <laughs> Jeremy and the other niggas. <laughs> well, that is far from the case because yeah. y'all the MVPs of this show. I'm just here. But, you know. Lies. Last week determined that was a lie. <laughs> And previous weeks. Tobias is just ugly as hell. He like a, he like a, he like a, a, I don't know. He's just like a, like a rusty. like Doug funny. Correct. Like a rusty end table. Like, I don't get it. He he looks like Doug Runny. (laughs) (laughs) Doug Runny nose. (laughs) Doug got a lot of nose. Speaking of Doug, did y'all see that drawing where they uh, redid Drake's Scorpion album cover with yes. Doug's on it? Yes. I just retweeted it on Twitter. <laughs> and y'all don't like social media, but we get gems like that. Shut y'all asses up. Right. Like, what is truth? What is truth? I mean, it's terrible, but stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. Anything else? That was. It looked like Tommy is healthy. I don't know what she was wearing to that video premiere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, she looked good. She looked like she hasn't been drinking, and from what's been popping up on social media, she out here traveling, living her best life. I mean, mm-hmm. apparently she is dating a terrible nigga. But right. oh, I got one more thing. Uh, shout out to Rashida for basically confirming what me, Bree, and Candace were saying last week that she put doing a lot of damn performance. I didn't even give that no over that. Uh, when she gave her little in wrap up speech and she no, was, I, know what you're about. I just didn't give it no energy because oh, I was like, yeah. Girl, we do this right from episode one exactly. The only thing you get credit for is checking Jasmine in a grown way. That's literally it. Right. Um, Because it's like, girl, you goofy as fuck, too. Yeah, you goofy as fuck, but I guess. Let me me say this. If that's love and if that's, quote unquote, doing the best for you, I don't want it. If that's doing the best for you, I would hate to see you at the damn worst, too. Okay, I hate to see you making reckless decisions and poor decisions if that's the best. Because, oof, the ghetto. She's like, we got businesses together. And girl, no, the fuck. You got business. Kurt looked like a fudge Even if they do, even if y'all have legal businesses together, they have lawyers that handle that kind of stuff. And you should know that because you have businesses. Correct. <laughs> but anyway, Rashi- like y'all said last week, like Bree said last week, I don't, I don't want this no more. And there's rumors <laughs> out there that Kirk had another baby on Rashida. I don't want it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard about that other baby. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want it. And basically, the, the same Jasmine situation all over again is just that it ain't on love and hip hop. So, yeah. like Rashida girl with. Mm, it's just been yeah. on here this season. Remember, this season's like from six months ago. Yeah, yeah. 
So, but yeah, that just one. Yeah, leave leave us the fuck alone, Rashida and Kirk. Mm-hmm. And Kirk, you too damn ugly to be bothering people. Go to, go he away. Was out of the marriage. Find something else to do, or just get off the. Well, y'all can't get off the show. Y'all need them checks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Prince doing good, but it ain't doing that damn good. It ain't doing that good. Yet, I mean, it seems to be doing pretty well. And they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they need a cut. They need like a Miami location and an LA location before they can be comfortable and be like, okay, we don't need to be on this show. No more. Yeah, because I was finna say I won't show a chance because I think even Candace said it on on a couple of episodes like she run it impeccably. So I don't want to, you know, I give up that. But she do need a couple of more, more locations yeah, before still- it. Really- Still you know. need money to make money in order to grow your business, you still right. need money. So it makes sense right. to be on the show and get them checks to help grow the business, right? Because it don't look like anyway. Rashida can handle every business except her damn marriage. I mean, you know what? If that's the life she want to live, mm. leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah. Speaking of leaving us alone, spice. Spice. <laughs> Spice. Come on with it, friend. So in her wrap-up, Spice said that she left her kids in Jamaica and moved to Atlanta to make moves in her music career, which I automatically had to call bullshit on because if you call doing a song with Tommy making moves... <laughs> and I would hate to see you stagnant. Indeed. But then, then she told us the name <laughs> of the children. And the children's names are Nicholas and Nicol what is it? Nicolaya? Nicolidi. Oh, Nick ooh, that's worse, yeah. <laughs> something like that. And I of all the names in this green earth on this planet in this language and in patois whatever other languages you may happen to speak you took Nicholas took the S off the end and put an L-T-Y and gave that to a little girl you did that little girl a favor leaving her in Jamaica (laughs) could you imagine no I can't (laughs) going to Walmart to see her on the cash that's rude you don't need to do that that's a child (sighs) I can imagine Spice doing it to be honest I won't say that on that child. I I put that on the mama. What yeah. were you thinking? Yeah. yeah. That was rude. I take that back. You're right. But, uh, I don't think I have anything else for loving hip hop. I Like I said, it was boring as fuck. Like, I didn't even know. I'm not going to lie. Until we pre-gamed, I didn't know that was the series. Well, until we uh, I started watching it. And then, because I thought it was just another episode. Then we get to the end and everybody doing their wrap-up speech. I'm like, this the finale? <laughs> No, I knew it because I I had seen it because I watched last week's and this week. So the in between, I saw the like the uh, the promotion and shit. The promotion was like next week on the season finale of Loving Hip Hop Atlanta, and I was like, yeah, get this shit out of here. Yeah, Atlanta was disappointed this season for the most part. 
Yeah. We do have a reunion coming up, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not holding my breath because right. I just don't outside of oh you know we didn't talk about just britney uh oh wait no that was last week yeah but i, I well i do want to ask you has she gotten back in your good graces no <laughs> i'll give her a few points for showing up but i couldn't give her full marks because you showed up after she was already done performing you should have showed up while she was on stage that's fair and shit she had the same energy, but not the same time. Yeah, like I mean, the energy was fine, but the timing was off. Like, yeah. And then I'm, and then Spice was trying to fight her, and I'm just like, Spice, you want to fight everybody but that ugly name for your daughter? I don't get it. <laughs> and, and good wigs, because mm. uh, well, I, I didn't even, I don't feel like that was ever part of her repertoire. So, uh Oof. But yeah, well, I don't, I don't really see, and the reason why I brought up just Britney because I was trying to think like who really has smoke that's gonna give us a, some fire during the finale. And the only ones I can think of is just Britney and Erica Mena and Estelita. Yeah, because everybody else are not really beefing like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe Stevie J and Sean Garrett, maybe, maybe just because they waited till the fucking season. Like when that shit popped off, y'all should have been like, no, nah, we need like two more episodes. Right, production be really be dropping the ball. They be dropping the ball. Yeah, Mona must be paying them in like CV, CVS gift cards or something. Well, I I mean, you can get some stuff in CVS. Well, that's true too. That is true. I was gonna say she must be paying them in licorice. <laughs> black. <laughs> Speaking of black, basketball wives. Yes. We have a lot to unpack. We have a lot to unpack. So I will say, I will start off. Evelyn versus Tammy is good TV. It's a little old, but it is still good TV. I I, I prefer, you know what? I agree with that. I prefer Evelyn versus Tammy versus Evelyn and Jackie. Right. Because at least Evelyn and Tammy, like, they can both hold their own. Like, Evelyn versus Jackie. It's like, Jackie, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention Jackie be trying to make nothing out of something. Jackie be on that Giselle shit. Yeah. She get them neck rings of flying and listen. Listen. And they be looking like a pack of Franks. I'd be like, y'all can't get Jackie too worked up. Right. Jackie would do anything to be friends with Evelyn again. Right. Right. Especially this episode where we're jumping ahead just a little bit where, where Evelyn had me crying when she was like, Jackie, you are almost human. I, and Jackie hooked back and fist was like, I don't know if that's a compliment or insult or both, but I'll take it. You better take it before you get your ass beat. <laughs> Ooh, that had me crying. Jackie done had me crying these past two episodes finally staying her ass out of some goddamn mess. Finally. Finally, you really can call it that because she's still be in the room, but well, yeah, yeah, but not directly in the mix. She as long as they don't get her get her started, because when them neck rings get to spinning, I feel like it'll be the equivalent of mm-hmm. Nano snapped his finger. Yeah, she if if she's gonna get too worked up and them rings spin too fast, she'll choke her damn self. Well, if she dies, she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, I fucking love you. (laughs) 
that's evil. I, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have been drinking, so that's true. But still, that's not nice. <laughs> um, I will say Shawnee had a point, a good point about the potential of that rumor hurting her and like a her not her businesses, but like her her progress that she's made with her ex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she had a very salient point. I remember last week y'all was saying how she was kind of being performative because it was just no way she could have believed that, which I agreed with, but cameras. Um, yeah. I think it was how they how they shot it last week versus this week. Cause this week it was, Shawnee was like, Oh no, y'all on some bullshit. Yeah. Shawnee was like, she was like Evelyn. And when Evelyn started crying and every vein in her body magically moved to her forehead. And I was like, ooh, she was hurt. Yeah. Hurt. I think but it's because she... When people lie on you, yeah. you don't be expecting anything. You're like, I'm finally out of the drama. I'm finally out of the mess. And somebody bring you into it. You'd be like, what the fuck? I ain't bothering nobody. Ooh, I almost... Ooh, hmm. shade vomit. Shade vomit. <laughs> Save for after after after. Anyway, um, before I get to the main event for me, anyway, and then y'all get in where you fit in. Kristen, girl, fuck you. Yeah, because you may have Malaysia on your side, which I don't know why Malaysia is taking Kristen's side and the beef between Kristen and CC. But you're not fooling me. That shit with CC is all on you and you being messy. Yeah, we've been saying that for the past, you know, weeks or whatever. Evelyn and Jim was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Evelyn and Jim was trash for that shit. But the catalyst of the mess is literally Christian. Because who don't... We all make inappropriate jokes like that with our friends and shit. Now, granted, they not really, they weren't really friends with Christian, so that probably was a bad look. But shit between the three of us we know if the contents of the i message is spilled Ooh. Ooh. you know what i mean so it's like which is hashtag keeping an eye message mm-hmm. correct that's because that's how y'all begin fucked up out here hashtag right. keeping an eye message but if the contents were spilled if i spill the contents of the i message i can't be like and 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 people start fighting i can't be like well, you all need to just stand up for yourselves and tell them. Like, no, like, I was the one. I'm the reason why the shit is out. But Kristen, a piece of shit, so she can't admit that. And then I thought it was VV interesting how she was all buddy-buddy with Jennifer in that part. Like, you ain't slick. You're not slick. Um, I know you mentioned it earlier, and I have it in my notes. Evelyn, you foolish for trying to give Jennifer a pass. Yeah. That was all I had to say on that. We'll double back to that in a little bit. Um... Malaysia, I was here for Malaysia going on that date with that very nice looking man with the smooth voice and the salt and pepper hair. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up in the pregame, but I thought we would I'll save it for the show. But I was like, I, 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 because from the previews, I thought it was gonna be kind of meh, but I actually enjoyed that scene. I actually did. They went and play. I don't know why they were playing racquetball, but they were playing racquetball. Good luck. They seem like they had a very nice date. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like he has a a good head on his shoulders. Um, he was like, if I have kids, I gotta be married. <laughs> he was like, Yeah. 
<laughs> He's like, I ain't playing no ball headed games with nobody. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, he was a nice looking man, and we'll see. We'll see if that happens, if that comes to be, or whatever. Um, also, Malaysia is really self aware. She's like, look, I know this dating shit. I know me and. Yeah, this shit, this shit sucks for me. <laughs> but you know, good luck. I'll give it a try. Okay, down though. She was like, "Cause my my ex husband got me when I was eight. She was like, literally on my eighteenth birthday. I was right. like, damn, right, <laughs> shit. She looked way different. Mm. I mean, she looked. I mean, she looked like an eighteen year old version of us. I'm not sure how old she is now. I always, I always assumed she was like thirty two. <sighs> Um. Anything else? I don't think anything else really stuck out during the episode. So it's time for my thesis, guys. Here we go. Let's go. Let's get it. So you know how those uh those pictures were popping up of all them black people with them powerpoints like white people crazy. Mm-hmm. Mine says Tammy is evil. (laughs) (laughs) And you will be 100% correct, friend. So the thing about Tammy is that she feels like she's so much smarter than everybody else. And And people looking to fuck stupid. And people can't see through that facade of her working to be a better person, quote unquote. Mm. Now, we've talked about this in the past, about how she surrounded herself with yes men like Reggie. Mm -hmm. But then she went and got this pastor, whatever his name is, Pastor Pork and Beans. (laughs) No, that's not nice. Pastor Potato Salad. (laughs) Pastor Kavasi. No. (laughs) That's not nice. Pastor, 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 protein shake, but but she surrounded herself with people to give her a confidence and an ego boost. But at the same time, she knows she got some unsavory plans, Mm -hmm. and so it all culminates in her plan. She playing chess, making chess moves, taking her shots at Evelyn and using Jennifer to do it. But she did it in a way that it was. It's been a slow burn. And so it doesn't look like she's the bitter Betty that she is. And she looks justified when she goes. So when her and Evelyn eventually have their confrontation, she doesn't, at least in her eyes, she doesn't look like the one that started anything because of how she moved the pieces on the board. And even then, and Evelyn kind of took the bait at the second thing, but we'll get there. But you could and you could see it in the look of satisfaction on Tammy's face when Evelyn was the one that started going at her. Mm-hmm. She was like, "This is what I wanted all along. This is what I want." But the thing about it is, you did all of that. You know, real quick. You know how you know what she was looking like. She was looking like how Cersei looked when she blew up the cell. Right. Except you did all of that, and then when it came time to scrap, you got dragged. <laughs> Evelyn dragged the fuck out of you and you didn't you couldn't say shit. Mm-mm. But then you started, then you showed how trash you truly are. And because you didn't have anything for all the smoke Evelyn was giving you. Because we would talk about a drag. Because she dragged the fuck out of you. Deservedly so. Accurately so. Accurately so. On top of that, 
Mm-hmm. Them, 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 them shits cut like a knife. Because it was true. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you weren't the one that perpetrated that rumor, but you knew about it for a year and you sat on it. Mm-hmm. And you used it to your advantage. And waited till now. And to- waited till now because just like y'all said last week, Evelyn got too many allies in the group now. So now you're trying to take her down. Mm-hmm. Because now even her and Jackie ain't going back and forth. They ain't friends by any goddamn means, but they ain't going back and forth no goddamn more. Right, but they both like, we we two grown titty women. We can we can coexist. We ain't got to be cool, but we can coexist. Hell, they even went to dinner with Shawnee and uh, Malaysia. Malaysia. Mm-hmm. To get to the root of this. And it was no smoke. But Tammy, like I said, she thinks she's so much. And the thing about it, and if I was Shawnee, I would be especially mad because you think you smarter than me. Mm-hmm. And thinking you can manipulate my my feelings and shit, acting like you didn't use this specifically to try to get at Evelyn. And first of all, how you gonna use me? Well, and I saw I, I, got an issue. I got an issue with Shawnee because that's exactly what she's doing. She is refusing to accept the role that Evelyn that Tammy played in it, and that's mm-hmm. bothering me. Like, I don't like, like it at all. Like, you're talking like about, don't you don't want somebody people. like Jen around you, but you shouldn't want somebody like Tammy around you because Tammy sat in your face for a year and did not say a word about it. Yeah. Well, like her say, similar to how Ev- Evelyn giving Jen a pass and, uh, and, and Shawnee giving Tammy a pass. And it's like... It's oh, like both of them focusing maybe. on the other. It's like, well, both of these bitches trash. Yeah, maybe Shawnee will surprise us, and in the next episode, she'll be like, "Tammy, you full of shit, bitch. Eat dirt." Right. Um, I but, signed your paycheck, bitch. Like, <laughs> she definitely got smoke for Jennifer, as she should, and because Jennifer sat there doing all that lying. I mean, Tammy was lying too, but Tammy was lying by omission more so. Jennifer was just flat out lying. Yeah. And then the next morning, hey, ladies. <laughs> oh, now you Timmy. So, so, so Jennifer didn't. Jennifer didn't lie. So I did my my searching, my googling. Okay. And so that rumor has existed, but the way Jennifer was carrying that rumor was trash. No, because I'm not saying what, that the rumor uh, part was trash. No, I know she didn't make up the rumor. But, but I'm just uh, that she wasn't using that rumor the way that she was going to. Oh, yeah, that, was, that she was lying. She, yeah, she was flat out lying, and I and Tammy was lying, and then there was collateral damage with like Malaysia talking about. Well, they was trying to put a bug in Malaysia ear. Malaysia and Shawnee are not friends, and haven't been. As a matter of fact, they got into it last season. Yeah, when Shawnee like, said that Malaysia boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she basically said she don't have no substance. Yeah, I mean and Malaysia was <laughs> Malaysia was furious. She kind of didn't lie. She doesn't. Malaysia's pretty. She's yeah. pretty because I feel like Malaysia brought her family members on to supplement her not having any personality. And they boring. And they stupid. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> just what I, truly, I don't get it. What I truly believe the plan was, I believe Evelyn and Jennifer have been keeping in touch forever. Uh, it's because they had a mutual enemy in in Evelyn. No, you mean I believe, Tammy. Tammy. Yeah, yeah, Tammy and, and Jennifer have been keeping in touch. They Evelyn was their mutual enemy, and the plan was to get Jennifer back on the show. That worked. Then the plan was supposed to be that they would expose Evelyn in this rumor. 
what Tammy did not plan on was Evelyn and Jen rekindling their friendship right, right. and getting as close as they did really quickly. And when that happened, Tammy was like, now, wait a minute, bitch. You, this wasn't in the script. You are deviating from what we set out to do. Like, you calling an audible right now. Yeah, and then Tammy starts talking about retreats and pastors and spirituality. Like, bitch, please. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they she having a retreat to to expose this this rumor, right? Before, and that's why, like, I gotta get this off my chest, Jen. You is a hoe ass bitch. You a hoe. <laughs> Go off, friend. like you is a real hoe because the minute you and Evelyn decided y'all was gonna be friends again, as a woman, you should have went to her and been like, girl. When we wasn't speaking, I was in the group chat, and you should throw everybody under the bus with your ass. I was in the group chat with Tammy, Malaysia, and some other people, and I basically told them about the rumor that was going around about you fucking Shaq back in the day. And let Evelyn feel how she feels. And about Tammy it. is gonna try to use that against you to stop Shawnee from fucking with you. Yep. Right. That would have been you. You, al- you allow Evelyn to be blindsided. And you knew what you had did. Mm-hmm. Also, Tammy, girl, let me tell you something. I know Shawnee might not be the most tech-savvy person in the world, but girl, it's we know you deleted your responses from that goddamn group chat. Hello. I just want you to know that we know. You showed the conversation after you got your after you deleted your responses out there. Because there's no way Jen is in that group chat spilling that kind of tea with y'all messy asses and nobody saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Because my, and you know what? I'm glad you said that. Because my immediate thought on that part, when Shawnee was like, "I need you in them text messages," there, I'm like, "Tammy, why you didn't, why you didn't offer the screenshot of and send them to her?" Mm-hmm. She, yeah, I would be very interested in seeing Jen's side of those text messages. She might not even still have. I don't know. She probably do, but I I would be interested in seeing what she said with well the actual conversation because I definitely believe Tammy deleted her responses mm-hmm. in that in that group chat. But I was just sitting there like you y'all some weak ass hoes for that. Yep, and I mean that. All and the fact that this woman had to call her husband to have a conversation about the shit and Shaq like what the fuck? <laughs> Shaq said uh, never, never. Yeah. And he was just like on some shit. Like I'm not even trying to be funny, but all the all the pussy Shaq was able to get, he had no reason to go get it from Shawnee's best friend, right? At all. He probably we, look at Evelyn like a sister. And we know that Shaq was out there doing hoops. some of everything. Shit, that nigga was, Shawnee told, Shawnee told that, that nigga that was story. hooping and doing hoops. This Shawnee told that story about keying his shit and making him drive around. Miami. <laughs> I am a cheater. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, Shaq and <laughs> Shaq was like, hey, Shaq was mad as so fuck. He was like, fuck that bitch that started that room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what what did she say? He was, oh, uh, Shawnee said Shaq had been, since, since Shawnee told him that shit or, you know, asked him about that shit, Shawnee said Shaq been mad as fuck. Shaq was like, tell that bitch I said, fuck you. I think she she didn't say name, but I'm pretty sure you was talking about either Jen or Tammy. Probably Jen because Shawnee, like we said earlier, Shawnee not there with Tammy, which I don't know why, but she should be. Yeah. And so let's circle back to Tammy. Mm. So 
they all get together, just the core, not the auxiliary, uh, Malaysia's auxiliary family bitches. That's not nice. Um, women, ladies, beautiful individual that creates haters. Shout out to XD. <laughs> know if i like that because not for them <laughs> at least not for Kristen. <laughs> fair that's fair <laughs> but anyway so jen is sitting there and jen she already knew her goose was cooked <laughs> um that's why she came in there meek mm-hmm. but and so evelyn turned her veracity on on to tammy and like we said before started dragging tammy for filth Mm-hmm. And Tammy had no response she could because just like T- uh, ugh, can't talk just like Candace was saying Tammy had this whole plan in her head she did not plan for things to go the way that they did and for people to side with with Evelyn Evelyn said you had an agenda she flat out told her you had you had a motive she did not expect for Shawnee to believe that the rumor wasn't true mm-hmm which made no fucking sense because, of course, Shawnee was going to call Shaq and ask him. Right. So it was like, I don't know how you put all your eggs in this one basket. That's because you're a dummy. But it, <laughs> you're, a, you're a dummy that ain't funny. I, uh, potential show title. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so then, that was excellent, friend. Well done. So then Tammy goes way, 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 way into... The, the trash pile realm of trashosity, and she says she levels at Evelyn that Evelyn lied about the headbutting incident with Chad Johnson, her ex husband, and that she was fighting him, and that that marriage was always rocky. Blah blah blah. X Y Z. Basically, that she, that she ruined his career. And that she ruined his career. Which, which, let me first just get this out the way. Chad Johnson ruined Chad Johnson's career. Okay. Was he even, did he even have a career when they were married? Yes. Yes. He was, was really good. good when, one. Yeah, he was, he was good. He was really good. Well. But after after they after that incident is like I, I mean, if we keep it funky, after Evelyn left him, his career went downhill after that. <laughs> Cause well, he was one of the top receivers at, when when they were together. But after that, good luck. <laughs> but I mean, whose fault is that? Chad. Yes. And he knows that. He owned up to it, just like Evelyn said. Mm-hmm. Like we said last week, shit, they were all just on um, Instagram, you know, him and uh, Evelyn and the daughter. Yeah, like, so, all... so I wanted, and I, I was obviously talking to myself because I wasn't on the episode, but when I was listening to it, I was like, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me earlier in the season when I want to say Jen and Evelyn, they were on like somebody's podcast or something. And the guy asked Evelyn, if you were in a bind, which one of your exes could you call? And she said, Chad. Yeah. She was like, I know no matter what's going on, if I need him, Chad will move heaven and earth to get to me to do X, Y, Z. So I'm like, so we already know they have a good relationship. They would not have a good relationship if she had lied and ruined his career the way Tammy says. Right. So you additional layers of trash for number one trying to rewrite that that script that what we already know to be true but number two to trivialize domestic violence to try to get a word to make everybody involved have to relive the moment like that too 
I I don't I don't have well what can I say? Uh <laughs> trying to find find the words because I don't ever want to give no abuser roses. But however, I do feel like Chad has changed a lot in that situation. He really had to examine the type of man he was in relationships. And I do think he has he ended up going to counseling and he was on probation. He did that. He ended up donating money and, and I mean, things it took like up that. Because to... remember, he got did he he got thrown in jail because he wasn't taking it serious. And the judge was like, Oh, you think I'm playing? Yeah. yeah. Then he ended up donating money to DV shelters and things like that. And you know, and he he ultimately he took the responsibility he needed to take for it. So it's not fair for anybody involved, not Evelyn, not Evelyn's child, her oldest child, not Chad's child, not not him. It's not they shouldn't have to relive it because you're trying to use it as a low blow. That's what it is. Like that's trash to me. Right. And that's and as like Curtis said, like she that when people do that, especially liars, like when you catch a liar and a lie. And they resort to shit like that. That's one. That's how you know they lying. And two. That's how you know they they true. They are truly the trash that you are saying that they are. Because they ain't have shit to do with nothing that y'all was talking about or nothing that Evelyn was rightfully dragging you about. Tammy girl, fuck you. That dry ass weird. Nope. Like I'm. Um, I mean, I just. And I'm sitting there trying to think like, what is going on in your mind that you would even take it there? That so left. Everybody was disgusted. Let so, me. I gotta get this off my chest too. How do you, how do you taught yourself as a comedian, and you never have no good clapbacks? <laughs> I just. How are you Her running backs. around doing standups, claiming you one of the funniest black women out here, and the blah blah blah, and you never have a funny clapback? I like, guess. I guess Tammy, it works when she got her bonnet on. I guess. She don't have and that's not even true because I they know that they give Bonnie Chronicles a lot of roses that shit don't deserve because all that bitch do is steal content from black Twitter. And you ain't heard that from me, child. Yes, you have. I said I it saw, and I meant it. I saw a clip it. I clip it. I saw a clip of it. <laughs> <laughs> a clip after Candace, after you said that it, it got truly trash once they did all that production and stuff. I think I was trying to get on title. And I saw a clip up for it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? bitch? Why are you in your bonnet at this car dealership? Like, okay, y'all are taking it too damn far." Oh, right. So I, I got what you meant when you said that it's bad now that it has too much production value, because there is such a thing. It's as- the same thing that happened with uh the Queen's Court and all that kind of shit. Once you take the organic aspect away from it, it's not funny anymore, and it it feels it feels like she's trying too hard. And like I said. Tammy has also been called out several times for stealing other people's content. Mm-hmm. So I know so you she, a liar and a thief. The fuck yeah, she get her ass right on black Twitter and steal content. Just like so many of these comedians do on here. So mm-hmm. but I was just like, you not you're never funny. Tammy been, wanted to go ahead, Kim. Evelyn has bested you every time y'all go toe to toe. Because the last time when they was at OG's cookout, and she was like, girl, Bonnie, no, I had on a dusty wig and a fanny pack. And Tammy was like, okay, girl, let me get up out of here. <laughs> Tell them, London. Ain't that right, poo-poo? <laughs> yeah, Tammy, one of them motherfuckers that asked, who said, ex- 
Who said insert joke here on Twitter so she can go and repost it back on Facebook? Yeah. It's true. I just, like I said, to me, it was all a plan from the beginning. And it just fell apart. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope hope it stays apart. Yeah, because I just... I mean, at this point, what else can she do? All of the lies have been exposed. The see, this is not the, true. And see, this is the thing. Like I, again, because I don't, um, I'm not a Evelyn Stan, um, but it's just one of those things where it's like it's kind of you know like with the jacket shit. Like you ain't got to like Evelyn. You don't have to go up for her. She have her faults too, but it's like you don't have to. She don't deserve to be lied on and then plotted on like this. You know what I'm saying? So like you know, Evelyn been sitting there eating her food, except for the CC thing, right? And for the most part, she she you know once they got clocked, she apologized and she stepped back. Only every time that shit comes up again, it's Jen it's doing it. Yeah, it's Jen doing the most. Then they're calling the lady dumb and whatnot. Like you got degrees, but you don't have no common sense. But you sitting up here lying. I was I was just about to say, but imagine, imagine, because I think even uh, could then CC say that in her confessionals at the beginning of the episode. Yep. Oh, look, another rumor. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what, CC, well done. I, I'll allow. It. I'll allow. It. I'm just like, imagine a a scaredy cat liar trying to tell you you don't have no common sense. Imagine. Imagine. So, and Jimmy, girl, we not yeah. we don't have no sympathy for you being forty two and not having no family and thinking about freezing your eggs. We don't give a shit. You still full <laughs> of shit. And Shawnee, please, I'm so sick of this clueless shit you do. You listen, girl. She's we fine. know that it's we know that it is for is is you acting. So I don't know, girl. She stop please. I did. I felt when I watched last week's episode, I felt I did feel bad for Evelyn because she was truly like, What the fuck? Yeah, she was like, I'm in it. I was like, Oh, here we go. And like I said last week, where she said, Well, let me excuse myself because I I ain't in it. Then it was like, Well, sis, I mean, it ain't your fault, but yeah, it's not not at all. But it's like, just admit. I just want Tammy to admit you tried to get your Dr. Robotnik on and your plan failed and you out here looking the fuck stupid. She, she out here looking like one of Dr. Robotnik's uh, robots here. You know what it remind me of? Remember on Pokemon when Team Rocket always used to get their ass beat? <laughs> <laughs> Bonnet is blasting off again. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? Now that you... Yeah, because... What the girl name? Jesse. Yeah. 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 Cause, cause Tammy, Tammy, Tammy don't never look together and Jesse never look together. So you know what? Well done, friend. Well done. Yeah. James was the one that was together with his cross dressing ass. <laughs> right. Now his, his hair was laid. Jesse, I don't know what the fuck she was doing. I don't know what that was. But anyway, I don't know why we're there. So Tammy girl, fuck you. You're not fooling anybody trying to talk about you on this spiritual journey to improve yourself and you talking to this pastor all of the all of i see if nobody else sees it i see all of those were chess pieces in on the board mm-hmm. and you still lost right checkmate on your ass imagine doing all that scheming and scamming and you still lose imagine 
imagine doing all that scheming and scamming. And then when the shit comes to your face, you can't even come up with no good comebacks. <laughs> you get dragged. Exactly. And your only comeback is to resort is to, to that piece of shit. Right. And trivialize the And prove the point of what the fuck Evelyn's saying. Right. So when you could have just sat there and got dragged, just like Jen did, and just, you know. But no, you had to prove. Listen, even Jackie was uncomfortable that you said that shit. Listen, Jackie was like, oh, no. <laughs> Baby. Like I said, Jackie been killing me these past two episodes. She Hopefully she stay out of shit and just be yeah. funny like, in the background. Jackie need to do like jocks. Stay out of the mess and yes. funny on the side. Yes. And stop accosting us with your sex. Yeah. Mm, yes. Which Jock also needs to do, to be fair. That's why, yeah, that was a great oh. that was a great comparison. If it's that's oh, what yeah. Jackie needs to do. That that can be your role. Right. Cause as soon as Tammy said that shit, Jackie was like, Ooh, ah, oh my God. No. Because that I mean it was so bad, even Jackie was like, mm-mm. Right. Cause she could I, you could see cause she could see herself being in that position, being like, mm-hmm. uh-uh. Right, no, everybody no. was uncomfortable. Shit, Malaysia hit Malaysia hit into her bang. Listen, <laughs> over there like a little turtle. It's like, oh, let me just go get to my shell. Nope, 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 right. nope, 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 nope. And Jen was Jen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she already looked stupid enough, so she couldn't really say shit. I mean, to be, yeah, Jen been looking stupid all season, so that's not anything new. And uh, yeah, the last thing that I will end with and then you guys feel free. OG <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> he's just not that into you. Mm. And I don't I don't know what else to say. That man does not want to get married. Although my niggy sense tells me he just don't want to get married to you. Yeah. Um he's yeah. like Cause he probably like OG, you are oogly and ooh. Well, I mean, he been with her for. Four well, yeah, years. that's true. Yeah, yeah so I can't say that. Yeah, so yeah. I just don't think he wanted to marry her. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with how she look or things that she want. I just think he probably, he might you know he might be one of them jagged edge niggas. Let's go together for thirty seven years. Uh, maybe I mean, and my my theory is that he is one of them niggas that people talk about that they know who they want to be with and who they don't want to be with. And I just feel like he just don't want to be with, he don't want to be with her long-term. Like it's been a relationship of convenience. He probably spent most of his time overseas. Yeah. Probably fucking other bitches. Most likely. Um, and he like, you know, looking at it, like getting married to you would throw a monkey wrench in my lifestyle that I like. Because immediately the nigga was like, I have to examine myself and figure out the things that I need to change. AKA, I don't want to do none of that. Mm. I'm not willing to do it for you. <laughs> that was yeah. what I heard. You know? Yeah. That was what I heard and what I saw. So, OG girl. OG look casket ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just came back in and on some bullshit, but she always look casket sharp in that makeup, baby. That bitch know what OG looks she like? Got, she looked like she got the she got a mortician doing her makeup. <laughs> Ooh, that's an ugly bitch. <laughs> you know what OG looked like though? 
She looked like Usain Bolt with a wig on. Right. <laughs> that's who she that's what she looked like. OG looked like you know the the rounded part of the curb. <laughs> Curtis. She ugly. Whatever. She ugly. She passed oh. up. She ugly. <laughs> she, my mom says she ugly. We can hear. <laughs> yeah, y'all hear. Mama White Diamonds, ladies and gentlemen. At all. <laughs> that, that's how you know that child is truly ugly. <laughs> what? Oh, you want a snack? Nothing. You ain't had no snacks today, bitch. Oh, Jesus. Before we. Before we go, though, I just read this story over in Thailand about the the soccer team stuck in a cave that's flooded. What? Yeah, so a soccer team and the coach went on a hike after practice, you know, hiking, and they went hiking through a cave, and it just started pouring, and the cave flooded, and they are stuck in the cave, and they are trying to figure out how to get 12 boys ages 11 to 16 out in the coach, and... It's monsoon season is about to start over in Thailand. Holy crap. <clears throat> um, so keep those people. Let's keep those people lifted up. Because if they don't get them out today and tomorrow, they have to stay in that cave for four months. Oh, and, no. And uh, they were saying that the oxygen levels have dropped so severely <clears throat> in the cave. So let's let's pray for those pray for them yeah. I can't even say they was doing white people shit cause technically typically you don't expect to go hiking and, and then it starts a torrential downpour right. and you're in a cave and you get stuck so hope, let's hope they don't lose any of the kids or the coach and they able to get them out safely speaking of well not really speaking of OG face look like a cave. Her nipples look like they was winking yeah, in opposite directions. Fuck must be she Jamaican or something. She yeah, you she something. She ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, OG do look like Diddy Kong. <laughs> she do. <laughs> with some Caprice. The Cap- what's that poor star name? Caprice Styles with them caca titties. <laughs> if Diddy Kong was a thought. <laughs> okay, that was me. <laughs> Jeremy will always come in with the if such and such was a thought. Like, that's his go to signature. <laughs> if such and such was a thought. Thoughts on this Ooh. connection? Oh Jesus! I don't. I don't even remember what I was gonna say because Candace's mama started going. Right? Yeah, yeah. She's. I just, listen. Every time we watch basketball, wife, she be like, "Ooh, that bitch ugly." <laughs> That's how she acted about Sierra too. She, Ooh, that bitch ugly. OG look like. OG look like. Uh, shit. What's his name? I don't know, but Sierra remind me of that. Uh, remember that volleyball uh, Tom Hanks had in Castaway? I told you. If you put a wig on it. <laughs> I told you Sierra looked like if you draw a happy face on a balloon. <laughs> she definitely OG, do. OG look like Danny Glover. <laughs> okay. I'm a savage like Danny Glover. <laughs> 
know what? definitely do look like if the color purple did a two on two type of situation. <laughs> two on purple. Is Danny Glover still alive? <laughs> yes, he's still alive. He's in a movie with uh, Lakeith Stanfield trash ass. Oh. <gasps> Talk about somebody that should have just sat down and ate that damn food. When did he get that weird, guys? Because I used to think he had a pretty good head on his shoulders. I he mean, is a whole fucking goofy. He, apparently, he's always been like that. But Right, I guess I just ain't never paid attention. I mean, I just started paying attention to who he was, and I was like, I'm going to check something out. And then I'm like, I ain't And checking. now I was like, never mind. I'm never just... mind. I don't care that Tessa Thompson is in that movie. I ain't going to see it. Um, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, how stupid, how goofy do you have to be? To be a working actor, a working actor doing different roles, and you get on Instagram talking about this is one of my characters. Here's a homophobic quote unquote freestyle for y'all. Just goofy and dumb as hell. Listen, that's why you can't root for niggas for too long. Listen, put niggas in Especially right. straight ones. Oof. Put put sis sis put sis at <laughs> black men in rice and then throw the rice in the trash. Throw the whole niggas away. Throw it away. Throw it away. Throw anyway, away. so we have been rambling a little bit, but this is retro rambling, so y'all are welcome. Right. Y'all Hashtag never content. know who's gonna pop up. Yeah. Correct. Because my mother came from the shadows to call OG yes. ugly. That's how you know she is truly <laughs> ugly. She's right. so ugly that Candace Mama is truly offended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. And I can't even be mad at her because she read of me in the group chat. So all I can do is laugh. Candace mama came from the shadows to drag a shadow. Jeremy. Too far? Mm. Okay, cool. All right. She all right. So like Master Splinter, not Master Splinter. She do like like Shredder's cloak from the old Teenage Mutant. The older movie, <laughs> the live action one. She looked like a foot. Like damn. <laughs> Uh, what's that character from Mortal Kombat? She look like Noob Saibot. Ain't that how you say her name? No. I don't know. She just ugly. Yeah. I really can't think of nothing else. I just gotta keep calling her ugly. She look like Quan Chi. She, she look like she need to be quarantined. Qu- okay. All right. All right. She's so- ugly. <laughs> Wait, all right, guys. Listen. <laughs> We're about to get up out of here. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've shown out enough for today. Uh, I don't have any real closing remarks except for if you are looking to start a podcast. No, uh, no, thank you. Um, I was going to say, come talk to me, but no, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I want it to be like a a good, I want to, but no, 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 thanks. Um, Thank you so much. Goodbye. Okay, so in uh, let's let's clean that up. There are some things bubbling that will soon be uh, hitting the airwaves as far as podcasting uh, on the CSPN is concerned. Yes, yeah, CSPN is bringing new content, had new hashtag content to the <laughs> network. We really and, need to show that that that's the name of. But anyway, continue. But um, with that being said. We we do want to have shows on that are not like what is being done currently. If you have something that will be outside of the norm or something specialized, come talk to me so that you know we may be able to to work with you to get some some new heat 
going. But uh, like I said, it it needs to be outside of what's already in the podcasting world. So we truly don't need uh, another Ratchet Ramblings because uh, you can't compete anyway. So <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, facts, facts. We need that sound clip that Curtis put in the group chat. Like, ooh. <laughs> 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 Fuck y'all. But, <laughs> y'all don't know how much Curtis terrorized us. That <laughs> motherfucker be. Whew. Pray for Boy. us. Pray, Listen, pray for us. Keep us lifted in prayer. These are fake friends. These motherfuckers called me a menace. That pole called you a menace. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. That Ugh. goddamn pole. Hey, hey Curtis says like the voting. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga who came up with uh tamales is a, is a, is just astonished that he is considered the menace of the group. Ooh. Ooh, child. Oh man. The denial. <laughs> <laughs> They really be acting like it ain't equal. <laughs> I don't know, Curtis. Like you, and then not in a bad way, but who? The shit that runs through your mind, especially when you either sleepy or drunk or tipsy, you know, or, or, or breathing, or breathing. Or- <laughs> <laughs> you know what? In this fucking show, fuck. <laughs> This, episode. this is what happened. I take a goddamn week off and you unloyal, unfaithful bitches. <laughs> you Tammy Roman ass motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. One week later, they turned on me. <laughs> it be all niggas. Oh, Ed, Brit, Ed too brute ass motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, bitches. <laughs> Thank you so much, friend. Hashtag content. We love Hashtag you as well. Fuck <laughs> we love you too. In the damn show. Uh, I don't have anything else. You will be back next week. Uh, don't let your mouth write a check that your ass can't cash. Don't the be one year anniversary is coming up. Um, again, you guys, if y'all want to send in, so I've been listening to old episodes and making notes of some of my favorite moments. But if y'all want to send in some favorite moments, hit us up on the Twitter. Correct. Um, we are in the works to try to have some special guests, uh, some day ones. Um, no van, because man, fuck your fat ass. But um, yeah, so we got something special cooked up and uh, like a little van, like a water beater. <laughs> Hey, did y'all see that video of them two beetles fighting? <laughs> them beetles was throwing hands. Throwing... One of them was dead. Oh, the one that was getting mad. The one that lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Charmaine. Uh, you know what? Bad. Bad. <laughs> so we gonna get up out of here. Um, I'm actually gonna um have the benediction uh, this week. Um, and I will say this: Thou shall not be grown as fuck. Talking about going on no goddamn library day. Y'all are insensitive. And with that, bye.